It's Friday, and it's our Critter of the Weekday. And behind the Critter Weekly Chat that Nicola and I do each week is a huge team of researchers and writers making the feature a seamless part of our show. Someone comes up with the critter. Someone researches the critter. Someone procures a photograph of the critter. A team of Wikipedians put the information online. Nicola and I talk about it. Honestly, it's cast of thousands, and we're so grateful to them all. One of those clever team members is Lily Duval, who is not just great at her regular job, she's also an incredible illustrator. And she has drawn 50 of the critters we've talked about over the years and put them in a book that's being released next week, which is called Critters of Aotearoa, text by one Nicola Tuki and illustrations by Lily Duval. And Lily joins me now. Hi there. Kia ora, Jesse. Hi, how's it going? Exciting day. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, it's going well, thank you. Tell me about the job you do for Critter each week. Uh, well, I I love being part of the Critter team, and uh, one of the things I really love is choosing the Critter, um, so shopping around for something weird or local or, yeah, just something special to give a shout-out to. So um, I choose that, and then I do some research and shop around for a photo and then fire it off to you guys. And then how did you get involved in this book? Oh, um, do you know what? I'm not really sure. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> oh, I'm pretty stoked to be involved. Um, I, I reckon Nick might have given me a good word, but yeah. I just got an email from uh, the lovely Margaret at Penguin asking if I would be interested in illustrating it. And I've always wanted to be a children's book illustrator, so it was an easy yes. Um, yeah, and then we just kind of cycled through a few different types of illustrations. I tried starting them by hand, and then we ended up um, ended up on the iPad, actually. Did you? Which was quite fun. They're so yeah. cool. They've got a real character to them. Um, you tell us how you approach approach the drawing of these critters. Oh, I'm not. Very, I'm not very strategic. I just kind of um, I just kind of sketch around, and then I think once the shape is about right, I'll start firming it up and. Yeah, there's a lot of reference images that go into creating a the final picture because you don't want to sort of copyright someone's photos. So you kind of have to, um, uh-huh. yeah, blend a few images together. And some of them are really obscure, so there might only be one or two photos in existence. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And you've also got the added pressure that one of the features of the book is the critter attractiveness ometer. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Nic- Nicola uh, has nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, but but the thing is, your picture has to really add up to the same value as this um, attractiveness ometer, which it has next to it. Otherwise, it's not going to make sense. So, for example, I'm looking at the hagfish at the moment. Oh yeah, uh, that got a one out of ten for attractiveness, <laughs> and your picture is pretty gruesome, I have to say. Yeah, well, it's pretty hard to make that thing look much better than that, I think. And then on the very next um, page, because it is um, alphabetical, is the Harlequin Gecko, and that got a 9 out of 10, and you've made it look very beautiful. Yeah, well, that one wasn't hard. Those things are just stunning. So, yeah, well-deserved 9. Has anything ever got a 10? Dunno. 
So, <laughs> um, but listeners who have been paying attention may want to get in touch and let us know. I don't recall it, but then my recall of previous interviews is not very good. I'm always 100% there with the interviews uh, I'm uh, currently in, and then I forget about them forever. <laughs> I think it's the only way to yeah, do it. So um, this must be really exciting to have this book out into the world. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. I'm so excited about it. Um, just for so many reasons. I think one of the big drivers for me is just educating people about all this strange and wonderful invertebrates and kind of lesser loved things out there in the world. So I'm pretty stoked that kids will be able to, and adults, um, learn more about some of the weirder nature that we have here in Aotearoa. And for any kids who might be listening who dream of being an illustrator like you, can you give us a bit of your background in that job? Yeah, um, I, I, oh, I don't really, I mean, I guess I am an illustrator, um, but I'm predominantly a writer actually and, and so I'm pretty keen to get into the world of illustrating and I think this job just really happened by keeping at it and I, and I know that that's kind of a cliche, you just you keep doing the thing you love even when it doesn't pay and you just keep going and going and then I do think the opportunities come. So I think when you love something enough and you're doing it for the love, then, you know, I think eventually, hopefully, you'll, you'll end up getting some kind of traction with it, which um does seem to happen. It has happened for me, yeah. But I think also it was it was just finding a niche and I think my niche was insects and <laughs> um, getting into... Yeah, that kind of lesser loved area. So find something a little unusual and, and narrow in on that. Yeah. Um, do you have a favourite? I wondered if you were going to ask me that. Um, <laughs> well, I do have to give a shout out to the six-eyed spider because it's from my local Banks Peninsula uh, and it kind of looks like a bandit, I think. Um, it's hard to go past the Sinbad skink because it's just so beautiful. Uh, but the mantis shrimp, I think, probably takes it out for me because it's kind of a punk. I really like it. The mantis shrimp. <laughs> the other ones, yeah. I think they, they hunt their prey by um, kind of stabbing, and they, they move so fast that they boil the water around there. That's right, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, there's so many. I was just looking at the lamprey, which I see got an attractiveness score of minus one, which doesn't even seem possible, what? but um, yeah. You've made that one look pretty gruesome as well. How can people get this um, Critter of the Week book if they're interested? Well, I'm pretty sure it's out in the shops now, so I think it should be at all the bookshops around the country, and uh, on I've seen it online as well. Um, Nick and I will be doing a, a joint launch in Christchurch later in the month. Yeah. So yeah, I think it should be in all in all the bookshops. I've got I next week so. here, so maybe um, maybe leave it till next week before you uh, go looking for it in the oh, bookshops. Okay. <laughs> um, tell me about yeah. the tell me about the cover, which is truly beautiful. Oh, um, the cover has the the beautiful uh, species of white bait fish on it. I'm actually blanking on the exact species, um, but I really like that they've included the antlion adult just down the bottom as well. Um, yeah, and it's got this cool textured. Thing to it. Have you got a copy there? Yeah, it's um. What yeah. would you say? Embossed. Really like that. That's the one. Yep, yeah, embossed. Yeah. I can't find the name of the critter here either. Uh, uh, the fish. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like I should know that. Um, yeah, that's all right. That's all right. It's definitely a oh Teviot flathead galaxia. There we are. Yeah. Well yep. done. Good stuff. Great present for any uh, critter lover. Uh, 
thank you for your work on that and your ongoing work uh, representing the critters of New Zealand, Lily DeVal. Thank you. Thanks, Jesse. Critters of Aotearoa is the name of the book. It's by uh, published by Penguin. It's got a foreword or an introduction by me. And it's an essential 